Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday, December 14th. This is Elijah Fire, episode 147. Three more to go, and it's episode 50. Monday's episode 150 is actually not 50, 150. Uh, it's been crazy, and uh, I'm really excited about what God is doing in every single episode. Every single episode is unique and different, and God is connecting with people in unique and different ways. I love it. All right, so today's episode is going to be great. We're going to be talking about some very exciting things, some uh, things that God is doing in some people, well-known people or person. Uh, we might talk about some other people as well. Uh, but I want to introduce you to my guest. Some of you are familiar with him. He's been on the show once before. He's uh, he's a business business owner. He's a visionary for global revival, which we're all about. He is the owner of Nisi Knight's Tent Crusade. So he's got this big, giant tent that when the light hits it, it glows red. And it's just like, it's awesome. And uh, he's also a board member on uh, for uh, Arise Kingdom Ministries, which is Krista Elisha. Everybody should be familiar with that. Uh, so let's give it up for my guest today, Rylan Redeemed Hickman. Yo! Hey! Welcome back, man. How are you? Doing fantastic. Yeah. Kicking it in Krista's uh, stomping grounds right there. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually matching it. I got the blue light. I know, man. We're I was joking calling us the Blues Brothers, you know, because yeah. we're, you know, blue and blue. So, okay, Rylan. Um, what before we get started what how do you see uh being a um being a how did how did i word that how did i word that a visionary for global revival what does that look like mm. it looks like a lot of prayer a yeah. lot of uh a lot of connecting with people a lot of uh a lot of time a lot of uh sacrifice a lot of uh you know th those types of things. A lot of hardships, a lot of lot of downfalls, a lot of getting back up. Uh, but it's 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 a beautiful process. Uh, I've been been really believing God for revival for a long time now, yeah. since, since pretty much since I become a Christian. You know, when I seen all the stuff that you know kind of was going on behind the scenes in in the body of Christ and stuff, not and just how how God just wants He wants to move so powerfully in his church, but, uh, we, we fail to give him room, you know, at, at times. Yeah. And yeah. so God was like, I want you to go outside the walls. I want you to, I want you to take my church outside the walls. So yeah, come on. I do. Yeah. And it's interesting. You mentioned that about hardship, something that I'm noticing as I get older, realizing, mm. I think when I was young, I used to make it all about the breakthrough, like whatever it is, it's all about the breakthrough, but realizing yeah. like, the distance between the, the the point A to point B, wherever you are, point B is the breakthrough and that middle ground, which can be short from A to B, yeah. it can be long. Um, but realizing that like, as I'm getting older, cherishing what I learn from point A to point B in that hardship yeah, is something that I find that I'm cherishing more and more because I'm realizing that's what equips us for the breakthrough, right? Mm -hmm. That trial period, that hardship is what prepares us for. And then I'm starting to realize, I'm like, God, if I, if I'd miss, if I miss whatever in this point A to point B season, yeah, I, 
I don't want the breakthrough because I'm going to, I'm going to blow it. Like, like I, I'm not ready for it. You know? you know, so that's what, that's what Moses said. He said, if, if, if you don't go with me into the promise, then I don't even want the promise. Yeah. 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 There we go. Yeah. Scripture, everybody confirmation. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Bible nerd. So yeah, I'm dude, I love it. I love it. Okay. So um, what we're going to kind of talk about, we're going to kind of fly around a little bit, but um, one of the things that I saw you post on social media was a word specifically about Elon Musk. Okay. okay. Everybody knows who Elon Musk is. Yeah. So I don't need to tell you who he is. If you don't, quick Google I'm hoping search. this gets me a conversation with him. Hey, you never know, man. You never brand. know. But I just think that one thing that I was telling you backstage that I've noticed about him over the course of, I would say over, especially over the last year has been, um, I'm, I'm slowly but surely seeing God grab a hold of his life. Yeah. I can see it. So I want you, I want to give you the floor. I want you to talk as much as you want to talk about it, kind of set up however you want to set it up. And then we'll just kind of popcorn in there with other stuff. Yeah. It was kind of cool how God brought it up to me. So I just was in this time with the Lord, just of sitting with him. And I don't know. It was like, God opened my eyes to a bigger picture. I don't mm. know how else to explain this. Yeah. And he's, he just started showing me that, uh, that, the earth is really for us to govern as children of God and how we were failing to do that, you know, in a, in a way that we ought to be by now. And so I was just praying like, God, like there's so many, uh, we talk about the seven mountains of influence or whatever. Mm -hmm. We talk about, you know, social media, government, uh, you know, all these areas of influence that, you know, are governed by darkness. It's, it's sincerely governed by darkness. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and I went into like this grieving process with God, like, God, like, what is your solution to this? And God was like, people, people are my solution. Come on. That's good. And so I started like just praying and God was telling me that uh, all these people that like are, you know, highly talked about on social media and in the news and, and all these things that are really influential, that God was actually after those people. And that God created them with brilliant minds and, uh, you know, he created them the way that, that, that they are. And he brought Elon Musk up to me and he mm -hmm. said to me that, uh, Elon Musk would be saved, uh, in a similar way as Paul, the apostle on the road to Damascus. And we see Paul, uh, the apostle who like was like murdering Christians. Like, yeah. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah. You know, he was, uh, he was pretty, uh, rough guy you know, very religious. And, uh, you know, God uh, was like, hey, I need this dude. He's going to be influential. I mean, why else would he pick somebody like Paul? He right. knew Paul would have influence in areas that other people could not reach. Mm -hmm. And so so Jesus met Paul on the road to Damascus with a blinding light and was like, it blinds him for, until he goes uh, to meet, uh, who is it, Ananias, I think? Ananias. Yeah. Was yeah, I think so. I'm, yeah, looking, okay, so. I'm looking. I'm looking it up right now. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, just to, just to make sure. But anyways, uh, you know, so he he began to speak to me like that, and then out of nowhere, you know, I, I'm just having this conversation with God. It's really like that's how I get my prophetic words. That's how I get you know words of knowledge, uh, so to speak. I just I walk with God. I stay close with Him, and He talks to me like like I would you. And He started talking to me about about uh, Elon Musk and and uh. I didn't know much about him. I don't really follow like, you know, all the critics and, and all the, you know, the Q or whatever stuff 
that a lot of people follow. I'm not against it, but I just, I'm not into it that much. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I am into uh, sitting in the presence of God and he brought him up. So I started, you know, paying attention a little more. And all of a sudden my buddy sends me a video and it's Elon Musk on a show called Babylon B, similar to like this. It's like a podcast set up. Uh-huh. And so the, at the end of the show, they, they're like, okay, you know, we're Christians. Uh, it, I, it was so weird how they tried to convert Elon. I know it was weird. It was kind of awkward. Like, okay, <laughs> it was super awkward. And then uh, Elon Musk says, uh, he said, uh, if he's in the business of saving people, sure, I'll be saved. And he ca- he said the name Jesus. And here mm-hmm. here's here's what God began to speak to me. And he, he gave me, you know, more on the word about Elon Musk through that. Yeah, uh, because we don't understand the power of the name of Jesus. So really quick, you yep. got this word from the Lord before he went on the Babylon Bee podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, see, that's an important detail because that was around the time when I started seeing other people talking about him, but not, yeah. not as much before. So that yeah. I think it's an important detail. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so anyways, so like I started talking with God more about it, about, about it in detail and he, and he, st- I was like, okay, so how is a man who is just, uh, you know, all up in whatever they're doing? I, I don't know. I hear about the chip and all these other things. I don't sure. know. Yeah, whatever. AI, all like, all yeah. That stuff, yeah. How is a man that's so involved in this kind of lifestyle, who has billions of dollars, uh, get saved, Lord? And then the Lord said to me, He said, "My name," <laughs> and I was like, "What?" I said, your name. He started to talk to me about the power of the name of Jesus. And then so so like when G- when when Paul was murdering Christians, he didn't think to himself, oh, on the road to Damascus, I'm going to be I'm going to get saved. I'm going to give my life to Jesus. Right. Paul simply spoke the name of Jesus. Right. He simply spoke the name of Jesus. And because he started to call on that name. Hmm. I'm telling you right now, and and because of Paul's influence, because of him talking about the name of Jesus alone, this is what God told me. He said, he he simply, when you simply say my name, the name of Jesus, you are, it's like, uh, it's like a magnet, a Holy Ghost magnet that says, look at me, God, prove yourself to me. Hmm. And so, so God, and I'll give you a Bible verse for this. Okay. So Pontius Pilate was getting ready to uh, crucify Jesus. He's 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 on trial. Pontius Pilate uh, feels super convicted. He cleans his hands of this, and he says, "Let the people decide." And they they yell out, "Let his blood be upon us!" And so he honored what they said, and then he he was like, "Sure." I'll let my blood be upon you. You don't even realize this, people, but you're prophesying your own salvation. The people were prophesying Mm. their own salvation. And so although that Elon Musk may not be truly converted yet, but him simply saying the name of Jesus, simply paying attention to the quotes of Jesus. He talked about some quotes. I even seen a Twitter or a tweet where he said Jesus, uh, where he taught to turn the other cheek was profound wisdom Elon. yeah i have the tweet right here that i'll read it was on um it was on december 1st it said jesus taught love kindness and forgiveness i used to think that turning the other cheek was weak and foolish 
but I was the fool for not appreciating its profound wisdom. Yeah, yeah. So so here it is. He's like he's like highlighting his teachings now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so this is if anybody knows uh, Jesus for real. Okay, we get into a relationship with Jesus, you know, and it may like honestly when I found when I gave my heart to God when I when I said hey I receive you Jesus, kind of like Elon Musk. All right, I said hey I receive you whatever you know. Uh, sure, I'll be baptized if he's in the business of saving people. But when I started to talk, talk, talk his word, right? When I started to read his word and, and understand his teachings, it was like it cracked open something supernatural. Hmm. Uh, the spirit was able to, to uh, get to my heart, so to speak. So it's, it, he was started to renew me in the spirit of my mind. And uh, so I believe this is what's happening with Elon Musk right now. Like he's talking about his teachings. He says it's profound wisdom, right? And so through him just saying this, I, I really truly believe he's asking God uh, for uh, an encounter that uh, will blow his mind. And, I, and yeah. I'm sure of it. Like, Yeah. Well, I yeah. think, too, it, there's, um, there's this strange thing that happens with, within the world of celebrity mm-hmm. where – and I see this all the time. And I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to condemn any I mean, people and they watch the show regularly and know that I'm not one of those yeah. people. But um, – <laughs> I do notice and I've noticed I've been in the church long enough to see that when a celebrity comes out and says that they are, um, that they're Christian. Yeah. There are many Christians who immediately meet that with rather than rejoicing, they go, Oh yeah, we'll prove it. You know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Um, you know, it's like going back to the Paul thing when Saul, so I found out, Saul went to someone's house named Judas on Straight Street. Yeah, Ananias. Ananias got the the word from the Lord in a vision. I think it was a vision. He said, go to Straight Street to the house of Judas. There's a man named Saul. Pray for him. And so then he prayed for him and he got baptized. So it was like Judas, not the Jude, obviously a different Judas for those newer Christians, not the Judas who betrayed Jesus, a different Judas. Um, But uh, yeah, so, but you have these moments even with like, Ananias didn't go and say, prove to me, right? Prove, prove to me. You better prove to me. You know, he was like, he prayed for him. He knew his notoriety. He even said to the Lord, he's like, I know who this guy is. Uh, he's kind of a, he's kind of a, a a crazy dude. Um, It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And so then, but he goes and he prays for him and then he baptizes him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I think our response should immediately be, okay, especially in the world of celebrity. Okay. We'll look at Elon Musk. Let's use him as a perfect example. Cause we're talking right. about him. People could condemn. You shouldn't, you shouldn't pray for Elon Musk or there's no way that God <laughs> right. loves Elon Musk. Cause he's doing this and this and this. And I'm like, but people could say like, we were, I kind of made a comment before the show. Just imagine if social media existed during the Bible, any time in the Bible, but especially during this Saul thing. You know, Saul's posting right. pictures on social media of him beating people up, of crucifying yeah. people, of killing Christians. And then all of a sudden you see this turn and people are like, it's not real. No, he's too bad. He's too right. bad. You know, so I think that it's important to look at, to respond with something like this. Okay. Like a prophetic word. We talk about this all the time because I want to raise people up right in this. 
the appropriate response to a prophetic word is to say, amen, I'm partnering my faith with that. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to sow with prayer. I'm going to, I'm going to exercise my faith to engage in this thing. Right. You know, and rather than going, well, we'll wait and see what happens. I'm like right. that's not faith. That That's what I, that's what I get. I got a lot. Like when I, when I made the post, uh, <laughs> it was like opening a Pandora's <laughs> box or something. It was wild. I, you know, I've I've yeah. experienced that a lot in my ministry sure. because you know I've been called false prophet and all these other things, yeah. but whatever. But this one, it was like a whole nother level of mm. like critics and like meddlers and religious, you know. Yeah, it's that religious spirit that gets offended. You know, you know? It, it got it, it did get super offended, and they were like, you know, give me a scripture, and I gave them like many scriptures. I said, uh, well, Jesus said that he he wants to seek and save that which was lost. Uh, he he desires that none should be lost, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't want one sheep being lost. I mean, that's God's heart. And they're like, well, well, that's not enough. And so I get, you know, I gave him another scripture. It's it's the name thing. When he started to say the name of Jesus, here's here I'm going to read this scripture now. I feel uh, led to do this. Yeah. Romans ten, okay, verse twelve. It says, for there's no distinction between Jew or Greek, for the same Lord is of us of all bestowing his riches on all who call on him for everyone who calls on the name of the lord what was it what does it say shall be saved come on that that come on. you know and then it goes on to tell talk about how will they know jesus if nobody ever tells them the gospel there's a whole lot in this context but i don't you know i don't want to get into all that but but simply him calling on the name of jesus is enough for god to work with it's yeah. enough for God to work with. And so, you know, the belief, it, it, it'll start to take root when God starts to appear to him. And and Jesus said to me, he was going to appear to Elon Musk. This is what he said. And, and you know, uh, I'll just, he gave me a further word on this. Uh -huh. He said, he said, when, when I come to Elon Musk, I'm going to appear to him like a light, like I did Paul. And he said, I will require of Elon the same thing that I required of Paul. Interesting. And so, so, but here's the thing, God's already preparing the guy. Like yeah, he's really. a multi-billionaire and he lives in like a shack. I heard, you know, Yeah. <laughs> I never knew any of this information until like all yeah. this started coming about, but like he lives a humble lifestyle and I'm like, okay, Lord, I see, you know, God has been preparing him for, for all this time. Like God is going to use that man's financial, uh, uh, you know, he, he is the richest guy in the world. He's going to use his influence. He's going to use his brains and he's going to use his finances, not not only to to fund the kingdom, to, but to fund businesses. To fund, I mean, I can see this thing. Uh, I would really like to get in touch with Elon Musk. So if anybody is out there, I yeah. really would like to personally prophesy to the guy and just pour into him and yeah. pray with him. Yep. So if anybody can make that possible, there we go. <laughs> come on, Jesus. There we go. Someone, someone can see it. Someone's going to see it. I actually posted it in like, a friend of an old friend of mine who I knew in the world was like, Oh, my best friend is, uh, is really close friends with him. I'm like, what? Wow. See, there you uh, go. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so make it in happen. Jesus say, name. Yes. Come on. Jesus. Yeah. I just think, uh, um, also one other verse that I was thinking of too, just in terms of the power of the name of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, which is a famous verse. 
Philippians 2, mm-hmm. verse 10 and 11. That. I had that on here too. Go ahead. Boom. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, bow. of things Ooh. in heaven Chica. and things in earth and things yes. under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is yes, Lord. Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. So, so good. There you go, man. There's power in the name, man. I mean, yes. how many times have, you know, for, for those of you who are very spiritually sensitive and maybe you felt mm-hmm. the demonic presence in the room at night and your thoughts weren't clear. The only thing that came to your lips was Jesus. And you said, Jesus, Jesus, yes. Jesus over and over again. And it and went that's away. all you needed to say. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I could recall many times, like, you know, although I wasn't authentically saved, I remember calling upon the name of the Lord and look right. where I'm at today. You know, yeah. uh, you know, God's not done with me yet, but I'll tell you what, man, God has transformed my life Come in, on. in just supernatural ways, uh, Same. set me free from all of my addictions, my troubles, uh, you know, Same. gave me a family, yeah. uh, put me, put me in the body of Christ and is using me as a voice. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing God said to me about this coming year is that God is going to start to break people's uh limitation boxes Come on, like dude. god is gonna break yeah. limitations off of people like you've never seen before mm-hmm. and and i started to think about this i was like what could be more of a limitation breaker than to to radically transform elon musk and bring him into the kingdom of god and mm-hmm. so god's gonna start to use this not just that's why he used paul church listen to me mm-hmm. that's exactly why he so chose paul to become the vessel that Paul, he said, I'm going to tell you about all that you must suffer for my name's sake. That's what, remember, that's what Ananias mm-hmm. said to him. But see, see, Jesus chose Paul because Paul was the person like, oh, if this dude could be touched by God, oh, surely this is the king of glory. Right. Surely this is the Messiah. Yeah. Like it has to be. There's no other. And so that's what God's going to do. Like these limited, the limitations that we put on God. Okay, God, the creator of the universe, the one that holds the star in the hand, his in his hands, right? Who makes the sun rise and makes it go down. This God, how could we, as as a body of Christ, put a limitation on Him? Right. But we yeah. do, and because of our limitations, right, and because of of our uh our gift. Okay, God gave us the earth as a gift. He, it says that I give you scripture after scripture. Yep, yep. He gave us the earth to have dominion over it. Yeah. And so he's going to honor what we decree over this earth and mm-hmm. what we decree over, over things. And so like the limitation, it needs to be broke. God's doing away with this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And so I, I have another word, if that's okay, if I could read this work, because it's very important for the Great. Yeah, this Christ is good right stuff, now. man. Really good. Yeah. And so let me pull it up real quick. Okay. And it, and it has to do with like where we're at, okay? Uh, we're much farther along in in God's timeline than we possibly could think, man. <laughs> to, like people think, like you know, we're always talking about this. Uh, uh, we're always talking about we need another Azusa Street revival, or we need another this, or we need mm-hmm. another uh, Toronto uh, blessing. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Tr- no, we don't. Right? Come on, <laughs> we dude. Don't need that anymore? Come on. We need a new thing. <laughs> See, God says, behold, yeah. I'm doing a new thing. Do mm-hmm. you not perceive it, right? Yeah. 
he says, can you not perceive it? Why does he say per- perceive it? Because like we're, we we need the perception of God. We we need him to to uh, lead us and guide us. And so his perception of the new thing is what we need to roll with, not our perception of what we think the new thing is, because everybody always says that. Oh, we're in a new wine scale. Well, why are you still drinking the same wine? Yeah. <laughs> why are you still doing yeah. the same old thing, you know, That's that you've good. always done? And I'm not being mean or anything. I'm just no, I got you. honest. No, I got uh, you, man. So I want to read this real quick. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If I can find it. <laughs> yeah, you good. Okay, yeah. So he gave me this word. This is a word for 2020, 23, going into this new season. And and then and he said, it, we walk by faith and not by sight, okay? And so he said, many people are having the intense feeling. And you can pull this word up on my Facebook page, too. Many people are having the intense feeling of obscurity and undeniable feeling of the unknown. Things were making sense for so long, and an assuring relaxation was starting to hit your spirit, man. But the Lord says, I have turned the tides and I have shifted the seasons. And what once was idea and affirming to your placement and assignments will now look significantly different, for I am changing the guards and removing confusion and clutter from amongst my ecclesia. Many have become comfortable in their walk and in their confusion, says the Lord, but a changing of guards and a shifting of the seasons will awaken my body to their dependency on my spirit. There, and that's key. That I want to I stop in between us and, and highlight these keys that God is saying. Dependency on God is going to be a key. It's 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 going to be a key uh, going into 2023 because we can't depend on our own strength anymore. We need no the mighty hand of God. Couldn't anyways. So we're part for the course. At least I am. <laughs> so he goes on to say uh, there is an overwhelming uh, there's an overwhelming sense of the unknown in you because the Lord has wiped away the confusion and has brought balance to the scales. He he highlighted that to me. Why why was there an overwhelming sense of the unknown? It was because we like got comfortable in confusion. Church, seriously, God said that we were quite comfortable in our own confusion. And and I know I know that sounds weird. He, he but he said he's rem- he is removing the confusion, and that's why we have this uh, overwhelming sense of the unknown, like almost like not a void. But a, a like a blank canvas is how the God showed showed it to me. Hmm. He showed it to me like a blank canvas, okay. like like a clean slate, a, a flat ground. This is how the way he showed me this vision was in a vision too. He brought me up to the top of the mountain and he showed me a flat ground, and he showed me thousands of angels, and and God was standing in the center, and and me and Jesus got into a staring contest. <laughs> And so through this staring contest, this word was deposited. Wow. But he showed me the blank, the, the flat ground. And this is what God was kind of saying, that he is doing a new thing. And here's what the blank canvas is. See, he needs to allow his perception to be in you. Because mm. if he's doing a new thing, can you not perceive it, right? Right. So this blank canvas he's put in you, or the feeling of the unknown, the obscurity, right? is 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 him being able to take his pen and write on the blank canvas because he wants to allow his perception 
to come into this realm, into the natural realm. That's good. And so he's going to do that through us. But uh, he goes on to say, uh, this is good news. He said, the awestruck wonder will start to increase. Hallelujah. Childlike faith will increase. Enjoyment and faith. This is another key. Enjoyment and faith will be your guide. Hmm. (laughs) You know, most people... Most people, they, they, uh, you know, it's always a victim mentality or it's mm-hmm. like, you know, poor me pity. And yeah. Things and, happening to me. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. We have to allow enjoyment Come on, and to enjoy what God has given us. Yeah, and he good. said, enjoyment and childlike faith will be your guide. So where you find these, these, uh, these, uh, fruits of the spirit, you know, the peace, the joy, the patience, this is going to be your guide. You're going to, you're going to feel peace when you move forward. And if it if it if it uh if it causes anything else other than that, you're probably going in the right direction. Hmm. And and that's not always the Lord said, okay? Because sometimes, you know, we'll reap we'll we'll have resistance, we'll have opposition from the devil. So it's not always like this, but this is what God's saying right now that enjoyment and chi- and childlike faith is gonna be your guide. Because God it, it God the enemy has been defeated, you guys. Listen to me. Uh, we have to understand that too. This is one thing that God's really highlighting to me is that we are not victims to the devil. Yeah. The devil was victim to the cross already 2000 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so we have to understand that the powers of the principalities have been disarmed. Okay. It says that in Colossians uh, one, it says that he disarmed principalities and he made a show of the devil openly. And so this is the mindset that we're going to need to have coming into this next season is yeah. that a victorious mindset. Yeah, that's really good. Like, this is good news, y'all. The gospel is good news. <laughs> it's not bad news. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're not wanting to see things destroyed. God is trying to restore them. You hear words like repair of the breach, uh, you know, restore the ancient ruins. What does he mean? He's talking about he is trying to rebuild this earth. He is trying to restore this earth. He's not trying to destroy this place. Why do we have this destruction mindset? We need to have a a, 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 a fulfillment. Like God is trying to restore the earth. If you need a scripture for that, it's it's uh, Romans eight. It says that it says that all creation groans right mm-hmm. for the manifestation of what the sons of God what. To restore the earth from the bondage of corruption. <laughs> so we're we're not we're not praying into like the fiery judgment of God to burn this place up. We're praying for God's restoration. We've mm-hmm. been given the ministry of reconciliation, y'all. This mm. is powerful. Come on. So we need to switch the mindset from God is destroying to God is restoring. Yeah, and so and that, that will be key. I'm telling you, that will be key. Because it, it changes the game. So once we understand that God is, he gave us the earth. He gave us dominion over the earth. And now the earth, because of us, is living in a fallen state, waiting on the sons of God to what? Restore it from the bondage of corruption. Now, if we have this idea, we understand that we're not waiting on uh, something that God is going to bring, but we're, we're going to walk in what God has already done. See, we need to start where God left off, which was the cross. He already defeated everything. So it's done. Like, uh, 
So but yeah, good. I could go into a whole sermon on that. But... Oh, I just, I'm loving all of this, man. <laughs> this is like every word that I've been hearing of people that have released words on this show. has yeah. just been like, I'm loving the image, this like tapestry that God is weaving. That it's just, oh, it's so filled with hope and boldness yes. and like peace. I think like, that's the thing, especially as like, there's a lot of people that God is transitioning into some major breakthrough in their life that they've been standing on. They've been waiting on. God yeah. has spoken some things to me personally, you know, and, um, I just, I love, I love what God is saying right now about this, this upcoming year, yes. man. I'm just like Come so on. excited, so excited. It is, it is exciting. Like this is good news. Like <laughs> the gospel, what does it mean? It means good news. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so we have a good news message, y'all. We have Come a on. good news message. Come on. And so, so we must be, okay. So he said this, all right, let me reverse here childlike faith will increase enjoyment and faith will be your guide in this season to come we are now stepping into this so you have to step into this church there's an invitation for the lord to step into what i'm saying right now mm -hmm. and so watch this watch as the lord starts to give you new assignments that are he put in quotation marks out of your arena <laughs> or out of your ability to do it mm -hmm. okay let's say that because it's not out of your ability. It's just our mindset needs to change. So watch how as he gives you new assignments that are in quotation marks out of your arena. How many of you guys want a new assignments like that that are that are breaking our own limitations, that are breaking our own, uh, you know, our own uh, box of whatever you know unbelief that we have. God is going to increase faith, y'all, in, in a powerful way. Yeah, Amen. And so he said, this is exactly what the Lord wants his, uh, uh, for his people. He said this, hold on. Yeah. Out of your reading. This is exactly what the Lord wants with his people. This accompanied by a willingness. Listen to me, a willingness. This is all you need, by the way. Okay. All right. You don't need to have some like a uh, great track record of yeah, like just your yes. holiness yeah. and like what you've done on, you know, for the homeless or any of that. All you need to have is a yes, a willingness to, to do what God says to do. It's as simple as that. And he'll meet you with the power of the provision, everything. I mean, I'm a witness, eyewitness, okay, of what God can do through just saying yes, simply mm -hmm. just saying yes. And so is my sister Krista, you know, all the, you know, all the, all the people that God is using right now is just simply foolish men that are yes men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what he's using right yep. now. And it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. So this accompanied by a willingness is all the Lord needs for you to enter into his promises. Okay. His promises or his inheritance, which is also your inheritance. Uh, we must become like a little child, says the Lord. The time has come, says the Lord, for you to walk in supernatural faith. Not the faith that you've been given at the, at salvation, okay? This faith that you're going to walk in is going to be a yes faith. It's going to be a Holy Spirit manifestation mm -hmm. of faith. It's the gift of faith. Yeah. You know, we hear we hear about you know uh, the faith movement and the word of faith movement. 
this is going to be like the word of faith movement and the, the, the Pentecostal movement, the fire. This is going to be like a combo of a convergence of, of spirit and truth. Okay. Mm. And what I mean by that is like, it's going to be a combination of all the past move moves of God converging in as one. Mm. It, it, but, but the, the, the leading factor is going to be faith in this season. Y'all come on. Faith, supernatural faith. Come on. And so God, all you need, and, and I, I'm trying to word this right because uh, that the gift of faith can be like thought of in different, it's, but it's so simple. All you have to do is be willing to trust God hmm. and just say yes. And that faith will be built up by the Holy Spirit manifesting in you. Holy Spirit manifestation of faith. So your usual, he said, he said, that's all you need, says the Lord, for you to walk in supernatural faith. He said, your usual will get you into trouble. <laughs> you may be even saying right now, and I know there's people that are saying this to themselves right now. And I know it's hard. It's been troubling for you. It, it's been it's been almost overwhelming to you. But you're saying, what am I even doing with my life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What am I doing with my life? So many of people are saying this right now. Yeah. Watch what God says about those who are saying this. <laughs> this is this is awesome. He said, the Lord says you're right where you need to be. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? The Lord's like, okay, I can I can use this. Because it, it's like a statement saying, I'm looking for something. Right. Yeah. I'm looking for something. And so God showed me that this blank canvas, right, Jeff, was like an uh, an expectation or an anticipation that God has placed in the body of Christ from removing what we thought was so that God can bring what is. Mm-hmm. Because we're always trying to go back to what was. Right. Oh, it drives me nuts. I'm like, no, we don't need another, you know, Azusa Street revival. Yeah. We don't need another Welsh revival. Yeah. We need the new thing that God's trying to do right now. Mm-hmm. So God yep. is breaking the Nicodemus yeah. spirit right now in the earth. Yeah. Okay, there's a Nicodemus spirit. Okay, nobody's ever heard of that one. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what the Nicodemus spirit is. It is it is somebody who cannot perceive. Right, we talked about the perception. It's somebody that cannot perceive what it is that God is saying. Okay, and I'll give you another scripture. Zechariah chapter four says that the angel of the Lord came and shown Zechariah the the golden lampstand. He said, "What do you see, Zechariah?" He said, I see a golden lampstand with, you know, all that. He said, well, what do you perceive? Right. And he's like, I don't know. He said, it's not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Mm -hmm. So there's a perception that's going to hit you in that area of that anticipation. Is this making sense? Oh, it's absolutely anticipation that's in your belly right now. That expectation that's in your stomach right now is a breeding ground for the perception of God to come, mm-hmm. which comes through the manifold wisdom of God. Okay. Yeah. This is Ephesians 1, 2, and 3. Paul goes and, and, and receives the inheritance. Okay. In Ephesians 1, Ephesians 2, he becomes a family, he becomes a son. In Ephesians 3, it says he made known to the people the manifold wisdom of God so that through the church, it might be known to what? The principalities and the powers, right? And so this is what God's going to do. He's going he's gonna to bring manifold wisdom through that, that, empty, that empty feeling you have. He's going to bring the wisdom of God 
and it's going to come with a perception because what did Paul say in Ephesians 2 or Ephesians 3? He said he said he was given the revelation so that the people might perceive it. <laughs> he said he said so that I can make it known to you. So this is the job, by the way, of an apostle and a prophet. It's I'm to go into heavenly places to see the inheritance for what what God wants to bring. And then I'm going to make it known to you by by perception of what God has said. <laughs> and that yeah. power yeah, is really powerful. It. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. So, so yeah. this is all I'm doing, by the way. When I prophesy, uh, you know, a prophet isn't, isn't uh, a prophet being in the office of a prophet. You are the oracle of God. You need to know this. I'm not just prophesying by some like, uh, you know, a word of encouragement. Just because you you feel like saying right, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I become a mouthpiece of yeah. God. Like he speaks through me and that's the office of a prophet. So when I sit as an oracle of God, you're going to receive words from the manifold wisdom so that it can be known to you. Right. And so, uh, Go on to, it go, he, he went on to say this. He said, uh, your usual will get you into trouble. You might be saying, what am I doing with my life? And I said, I said, I laughed. I said, the Lord's saying these things to me as I'm writing to you right now. I said, the Lord says you are right where you need to be, for I am about to thrust you forth as a light shining in darkness. Come on. New revelation, yeah. transformation, wisdom, blueprints, dreams, visions, exploits, assignments says the Lord, are your portion for those who do not try to, quotation marks, figure it out. <laughs> see, see, you know, we can figure out a word of encouragement, but you can't figure out what, what God is saying. Other, All you do is like Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, how can I be a prophet to the nations, Lord? I'm so young. He said, all you got to do is open your mouth. He was mm -hmm. an oracle. So God is raising up oracles right now. He's raising up oracles in earth. That will not be their own mouthpiece, but they'll be the mouthpiece of God. Yeah, I like that. And so, so blueprints, dreams, visions. This is your portion for the, those who do not try to figure it out. For my people will walk by faith and not by sight. And he said, step into the realm of faith and operate from my governing authority of great grace. And he gave me Acts 4.32. And this is in the same uh, context. It's weird. Uh, we're... Uh, where does it say? Uh, I'm just going to go here, Jeff, if that's okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely okay. And so this is what God, so the overall picture, okay? So we see God wants to use uh, Elon Musk as a vessel, but there's so many more that he wants to use as vessels, okay? Wow. And But this is the overall picture of what God's doing in 2023. He told me great grace is going to fall upon the church again. Great grace is going to fall upon the church again. And and I and I asked him, okay, so what is, he said there's a realm of, of grace that's going to come. You know, where Paul, and this is power. This is power, by the way. Paul said, uh, you know, take this thorn, Lord. And what did, what did God say to him? He said, my grace is sufficient for you. And my power is made perfect in your weakness. Okay. This is the grace that's going to come upon the church. And, and I'm just going to read this, this, uh, this Bible verse real quick. Yeah. Uh, 
it says, okay, so they they started they they heal the man, and they they immediately try to persecute the you know the the apostles, right? They try to you know uh, come against them, and while they're persecuted, they're praying for boldness. They're praying for boldness to preach Christ and Him crucified. It says when they release, and this is Acts four verse twenty three. Let me make sure I'm in the right place. Okay, yeah. Yep. Okay. So when they were released, they went to their friends and reported to the what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard it, they lifted their voice together and said, "Sovereign Lord." And I, that's key. God is gonna God is gonna put people in 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 close fellowship. Okay, that are gonna cry out to God together. Together. This is a key. Okay to unlocking the supernatural great grace that God is trying to pour out on the church, which happened in the book of Acts, and many were added to the church. Okay, many were added. And this is actually before, watch this, this is actually before uh, Saul became Paul, by the way. <laughs> See, the great grace had to come before the Sauls became hmm. Paul in the future. And this is what God's going to yeah. do. So he said, they lifted their voice together with God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant said by the Holy Spirit, why do the Gentiles rage? And I want to skip down to verse 27. For in this city, there were, they were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod, Pontius Pilate, and the Gentiles, and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon the threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal. Signs and wonders were performed through the name. Okay, this is what I want. I want you guys to see this. Just the name of Jesus. Like when they when they prayed, the place they were gathered together and was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued the word of God with boldness. Wait a minute. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. Wasn't they already filled previously in Acts 2? So, oh, there's more? Oh, there's more? Yeah, there is more. This is the same people that was in Acts 2, by the way. Okay, this is Peter. Yeah. You know, he's preaching fire. He's healing people. He's doing the unlimited, you know, the unstoppable God stuff. This is another title I think that might be on this broadcast. Yeah. But God is a truly unstoppable God. And it yeah. says that the place was shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit again. So mm-hmm. God is going to shake. He's going to shake houses up again through prayer movements. There's going to be small prayer movements that are, are all over the globe, all over the globe. And what God's going to do is he's going to he's going to literally raise up Paul, uh, Peter's Paul's. Uh, Silas is all the, you know, these mm-hmm. great men of God have passed. God's going to do this again. And it says now the number in those days were believed or uh, hold on. So now the full number of those who believed were of one heart. So through this prayer, okay, through this prayer, they were all brought into one heart and one soul. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so through, you mean what? Through prayer and through unity, we can all have the same mind. Yes. This is what God's doing. We can have the same heart and same soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own. Watch this. For they had everything in common. And with the with the with great power, 
the apostles were given their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace fell upon the church. Wow. They, I love how it said that the house was shook. Many signs, wonders, and miracles took place. Oh, and then they all had things in common and everybody sold all their stuff. <laughs> yeah. God's doing this, Jeff. Yeah. He's so remind me of the remind me of the passage again in Acts. Which one that I'm reading out of? Yeah, the one you're reading out of. Is it chapter so, four? Yeah. So this is chapter four. Uh, it's verse 23 on down till till five. Okay. And then it talks about Ananias and Sapphira. <laughs> After that, yeah. But, but the, the but the powerful thing is is that this grace is going to come upon the church again. Mm -hmm. And it says many were added to the church. Yeah. And one of those people that were added to the church, guess what? Who, who it was? Saul. It was Saul. And so we want to believe, right, Jeff? I mean, come on. We need people. Think about this. Okay. What kind of, what kind of influence the kingdom of heaven could have if we are transforming guys like uh, Elon Musk and, and, do who's to say what God can can or cannot do? Right, it's not our place <laughs> to be like, oh, prove it to me. Like, like we don't have a place. If God says He's going to do something, He's going to do it. And also, we know that God's desire is that none should perish. None should right? perish. So, right. like, we even have promises to stand on in yeah. God's word. Um. So even if, like, even if, like, someone speaks out of turn and says something like you know, this is going to happen. And maybe they heard mm -hmm. wrong. Regardless of that, we know when it comes to souls, like God desires right. Elon <laughs> Musk to know him. So I think too, that there's this, um, we sometimes even in the church, like we have this like faith to believe in miracles, like, like someone's limb growing out or someone being raised from the dead. But yeah. sometimes honestly, for some reason, we just don't have the faith to believe that someone can change that a heart right. can change. And I've often said, I've, I've had enough experiences with the Lord to say like the high from seeing God do something like financial provision or, right. um, you know, an ACL torn ACL get healed. Um, you know, thing, you know, skin growing over and hair coming back and growing like we, I, the, the high from those moments can fade. I said, but the oh, greatest yeah. miracle of all, is seeing Change God transform God. someone like that. I like, I will stand on that. I will die on that Hill, man. Like it is so much more amazing to see God transform a, a, a heart of on, a stone man. and turn it into flesh. Like, Dude, I love your, I love your heart, brother. You got such a pure heart. You know, uh, not many people will say that though, yeah. but man, I tell you what, there, there is nothing. Uh, who said this? I'm trying to think of the, uh, one of the, a uh, great man of God said this. He said, there's nothing more powerful than a changed heart, hmm. literally. And he said, he said that the greatest miracle actually it was Eric Gilmore. who said this, actually, I remember he said the greatest miracle isn't healing. Isn't, you know, a God raising the dead. It's God could change our hearts. He could yeah. soften our hardened hearts. Come on. I mean, come on, man. Uh, you know, we need this, y'all. We need we need people like Elon Musk. Yeah. If we would bury our pride right now, okay? Because pride, okay. I want to get. I want to share this real quick. Because man, this was a powerful revelation God gave me. I'm just a revelatory guy, so I yeah, just, dude. So God said that in the moments, okay. 
So in the tension point between opinion and truth, there's an inner controversy. This is what God said to me. Okay, there's an inner controversy that takes place. And then there's two, two consequences that can come from it. One is pride comes before a fall. Mm -hmm. The other is from glory to glory, which is transformation. And so, so in, so God will literally offend you. Okay. And I, I mean, he doesn't do this to hurt you. Okay. Yes, he does, man. I, I want to I show you guys this because I'll tell you, if you will just lean into the more, if you will lean into the more, God will wreck your whole world. I'm telling you. So God literally wrecks my theology on a regular. No joke. He wrecks my theology every single day. And I'll show you how. And it's the tension point. Okay. What I'm talking about that makes an inner controversy that challenges what I thought and what actually is truth. Because truth, I'm going to say this and God help help any re religious people right now. Truth is not the Bible. Okay. Truth is a man named Jesus Christ. Hmm. Okay. And, and if, 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 if the Bible had not been altered throughout time and it's, you know, God is perfect. Okay. And his mm -hmm. word is beautiful, but it has been altered throughout time. See, Jesus, however, cannot be altered. He's the mm -hmm. same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so I want to show you a scripture that will create a contention or a tension point that could, that you could go into truth or you could literally be offended and fall. Mm -hmm. I'll show you one in the Bible. Uh, Hebrews 6, let me read this. Do I got time, Jeff? Yeah, man, you're good. Because we need we need the more right now. Yeah. We don't need the, the everyday mundane stuff. We need to go deeper. We need to, we need the more. Yeah. You know, hallelujah. So Hebrews 5, watch this. Chapter 5, verse uh, 9, and I'm going to read two verses. Watch this. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all those who obey him, being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Oh, wait. About this, I have much to say, but I cannot tell you right now because you've become dull of hearing. Hmm. Tension point. Watch this. Okay. Melchizedek is only mentioned five times in the entire Bible. Mm -hmm. But about this topic, I have much to say. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, so so that's a tension point that will allow you into a deeper realm of intimacy with God or fellowship with him, which who is truth. He is the embodiment of truth, y'all, because you can't get this through the Bible because it's only mentioned five times. <laughs> you can yeah. only get I have much to explain to you through relationship with Jesus. Okay, I'll give you another one. I'll give you a whole bunch of them if you want. John 16, <laughs> John chapter 16, it says, it says, Jesus told his disciples, I have much to say to you right now, but I can't. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll give you another one. Here, here. This is also in Hebrews. Here is the 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 Ark of the Covenant. Here is the Holy of Holies, but I can't speak to you now about this in detail. What? Yeah. Okay. So there's all these tension points where God is inviting you into a deeper realm of intimacy mm. or a deeper place of revelation with him. 
And so that's those are the those are what we need to do. So those tension points and Elon Musk is a tension point for many of you right now. Mm, it is a yeah. tension point for you to believe the truth or to believe a lie or have yeah. pride, which causes men to fall, by the way. It causes men to fall. And so and what is the what is the, what is the scripture verse I'm going on? He desires none to be lost, none to he doesn't want any to perish. Right. So that simple truth is enough for me to believe greater saying Elon Musk. And I prophesy this right now. Elon Musk shall be saved. Amen. Why? Because God is that good. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't lie. And he <laughs> is the truth. Right. Yeah. And so, man, I just I, I, I feel this yearning from God. Like. Like, you know, I, and his heart is hurting, Jeff. It really is. His heart is hurting for the way the western church is man hmm. how how we how we literally you know have this set mindset like it can't change you know we have to stay the same no no god is transforming us to the image of his son from glory to glory but you have to behold in the mirror first mirror of what you have to behold the lord you have to look at him but anyways like God is transforming us from glory to glory. Mm -hmm. And we've wanted to stay the same for so long. I was at a prophetic conference not too long ago. Fire, fiery conference. And, and I noticed that the, the old school apostles and the old prophets, I mean, the generals of the faith, their language is shifting. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Babylon has fallen again. It's falling again. It's going to continue to fall. Okay, so what did he do in Genesis 11, Jeff? When, when they built the Tower of Babel, it says that he changed the what? The language. language. Yeah. The language is starting to shift again, church. Listen to me. The language. So it's good. But what I noticed was eyes, I, eyes were on this big square in the ceiling. What was it that he was looking at? A clock. And so there was this, there was this grip or this, this tension that was keeping them bound. And God was trying to peel the cap off the house, man. I mean, he was trying to move and peel the cap off the house. But he it's like we get to this place and then we're governed by time instead of us governing time. We should be the ones governing time, Jeff. Yeah. We should. And I'm yeah. not being mean. Like, And I know that there's there's honor and there's a, there's a culture of honor and we cultivate honor in the church house. But we need to honor Holy Spirit more than any yeah. man. And and so in in that that big box called the clock it's sometimes governing governs the house of God. And mm. we need we need to let we need to let God govern the house of God. And so we know good. that Holy Spirit's a gentleman. Think about yep. this. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit knows the perfect time. He knows people have things to do. And and I don't care if you have a clock in your house or not. God is going to make sure everybody gets home at the right time. He's not going to go for hours and hours like he could. But if if, you know, you know how he works. He's just mm -hmm. so graceful. Like, yeah, he is perfect. Yeah. And, and a little more trust for Holy Spirit to do his thing. And and we're going to we're going to see uh, miracles, signs and wonders again. Mm. But yeah. yeah. OK, so really quick before we get started, because I. That statement you said about the Bible is not truth. Jesus, it's a man named Jesus. I want to go back to that because I really want to hit that home. Yeah. I want to make sure that people understand that completely. Uh -huh. um, so to help with that, I'm going to throw a little 
a, a little thing in there and then I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to okay. let you kind of, Jesus is the word made flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to incorporate that in. How does that pertain to, to the Bible or that the Bible is not truth. It's a man named Jesus. Jesus yeah. is the word made flesh. So I want to hear what you have to say about that. Okay. So, so explain. So what's your question? I'm just saying with that as an added thing, the okay. scripture also says that Jesus is the word yeah. made flesh. Okay. So, so what I, I want to hear what kind of what you have to say about that, about the Bible is not truth. It's a man named Jesus, mm-hmm. but also the Bible says that Jesus is the word made flesh. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, and go. All right. So perfect. Uh, that scripture I just gave you yeah. about this. I have much to say. Yeah. So Jesus is the, the manifest word of God. Okay. He is the living word. Okay. This is, so this Bible right here is called the logos word. Mm-hmm. It's called the written word, right? Okay. So it's a, it's a description of history. It's a description of, of, of what the spirit was saying to the apostles, to the prophets, all these other things, right? Uh, Jesus Jesus is the person that this book is about. Okay. Mm-hmm. This book called the Bible is, is to unpeel the layer or I like to say uh, crack, crack the nut or un- yeah. to tear the, tear the onion up yeah. so that you could get to, cause if, if the Bible doesn't get you to Jesus, you're just reading a book. Come on. Come on. So, so he is the word. Okay. Yeah. And so, so about this, I have much to say, but I cannot tell you right now because you're dull of hearing is yeah. a statement saying, okay, so what, what is the truth of what that scripture say? Tell me that because it, he doesn't explain it. Yeah. There's a, so Jesus, it's trying to everything in the word, Jeff, everything. I mean, from Genesis to revelation, mm-hmm. Is to get you into pursuit it's of him. So good, man. It's, yeah. 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 And so it like, you know, the Bible, the Bible is the book. He is the word. Yeah. So, so it's sort so, of like the difference between like you know, logos, like you said. Yeah. But then the Arama word, right? Yeah. Which is like a fresh, like now word from the yeah. Lord. So let me explain that a little more. So in the apostles' day, okay. They're flipping the world upside down. They're they're transforming lives. They're they're healing the sick. The church is growing. Did they have a New Testament? No, they were the New no. Testament. I guess they I mean, was yeah. the New Testament. Yeah. That's what that's what God is trying to do again. Okay, yeah. now we're on to something. Because yeah. <laughs> the Living Word, the the Word made flesh. Okay, Jesus Christ is trying to make you. In the eye of the living epistle. Paul mm. said, I'm creating living epistles. Yeah, that's right. He did. He said that. He, he says that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean? That means that our whole life is a statement that Jesus Christ is Lord and that yeah. he's God, right? So good. It's, so that's what the apostles were doing. They didn't have no, uh, turn with me to Luke chapter five, verse, you know, they had uh, Jesus died. And let me tell you, he raised from the dead. He turned, he turned, he he, he pulled away the stone and he yep. came out. He, he, you know, this was their testimony. Mm-hmm. And so through that testimony, they were able to say, because it was Jesus, the truth, the way, the life, you know, he is that that's mm-hmm. what he is. He's the embodiment of everything that you read. Mm. 
So yeah. Jesus is the person that this book talks about. Yeah, come on. Yeah, amen. Yeah, I love that. I hope and that made sense. It made absolute amen. sense. Um, I felt like that was just like, boom, there we go. Yeah. Um, something all that, you know, I, I've said on the show a couple of times that the especially amongst millennials and younger, uh -huh. it's like science and logic have become uh, a religion in and of itself almost. Yeah. And I think that there's this desire within humans to know. I think that's something that God has put in us, but it's to know him. Like that's yeah. the ultimate purpose of that desire. And it's, he gave us a curiosity to learn and explore and, and, and learn new things. But it, it, it's primary function is to know him. Yeah. to seek him, to press in, um, yeah. to know him and, and to learn those secrets. And, um, and I think that once you accept that there's no amount of space in here that can contain everything possible. Okay. If I just know this, 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 and this, and this, then I will step out for God, or then I will believe in him, or then I will like, there's no, there's not enough space in here in our physical gray matter to have enough to get, it needs to come from revelation. It has yes. to come. But also it's like, when you go into that, like, like it was funny, man. Like um, back when I was in YOM, there was this um, teacher and she gave us these little slips of paper. She gives these little slips of paper and it was like, Hey, this verse you need to put in practice for the week. It was like part of yeah. this whole lesson but she gave me the wrong verse. It was, it was actually the wrong verse, but it ended up being the right one because it was something that like God totally sparked this hunger inside of me. And it was, it was an obscure verse in the passage of when Jesus took, um, who was it? John, uh, Peter, John, and was it James up to the, the Mount of Transfiguration? Yeah, Transfiguration. So it was, there was an obscure verse in there that was totally random that didn't, it wasn't one of the, like the, the punchy verses from that passage, but for yeah. me, it was like the Holy spirit used it to speak something. And it put this desire in me to want to be one of God's secret keepers. Amen. Who did he take up there? Peter, John, and James. <laughs> he didn't take all 12. He took Peter, John, and James. I was like, I want to be one of those people, God, that you take in, in the secret place. You give your secrets to, because I can be trusted. He literally you know? says that too. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah. So but it was like one of those things. And I had this like profound revelation and she laughed. She's like, totally didn't give you the right verse. That wasn't supposed to be the verse you're supposed to get. <laughs> Cause it was supposed to be like a lesson about like, I was like serving or something like that. Um, but that was the verse she sent me. And I knew it, that God had an ulterior motive, you know, behind yeah. just what she was trying to teach. And so, yeah, I just, I think that's, Deep down, that's everybody's desire. We want to be a secret keepers, man. Mm -hmm. We want to know the deep things of God. We want our eyes open to those things. Come so, on. so good, man. I love this. He actually, he he actually says to his disciples, man. He's like, to you, to everybody else, I speak. Uh, oh, that's know, right. Yeah. In, you know, in mysteries to you, I t I tell you exactly what it means, like the kingdom of heaven. And so that's what that's my heart too, Jeff. You know. Yeah. And that's that's like an open invitation into the revelatory realms to be able to see, you know, what mm -hmm. God is saying. And uh, it. it's it's powerful, you know, just to know him. Yeah. Like even even Paul, the apostle, his last words, y'all. I mean, on his almost on his deathbed, like he was old. It was the end of the end of his ministry. And he said, uh, he said, oh, that I might know him in yeah. the power of his resurrection, his end 
like statement is, oh, that I might know him. <laughs> you know, and and the, and that was that's eternal life, y'all. I'm gonna tell you, listen, listen how simple this is, but it will blow your mind. This is eternal life that you may know him, the only one and true God. This is eternal life that you that you may that you know him, the one true living God. This is what Jesus said. He said that that is eternal life. That's <laughs> like what? So to know yeah. him is eternal life. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. All right, man. Well, I would love for you to pray. Yes. Pray for people and then we'll close this bad boy out, man. Oh, man, this, this is good great. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, uh, God, I just thank you, Father, right now for everybody yeah. that that even if they're wrestling in their heart, God, uh, with with this word, like how how in the world is is God going to do this with Elon Musk? Isn't he part of the Illuminati or isn't he, you know, creating a chip or isn't he doing all these things in the tech world? And and who knows? That may be true. But God is a God that is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And and Father, I just thank you, God, right now for working on people's hearts. I know, I know it may be hard for some, but God, I just pray for their comfort in their hearts, God, that they would understand the love of God. Mm-hmm. That they would under wow, that felt good. The <laughs> love of God, Lord, and that they would be able to witness the glory of God through the salvation of Elon Musk, Lord, and and several others, Lord. God, I just pray that you would just release revelation. Sorry, hit the mic. That you would release revelation, that you would release wisdom to your children right now. Anybody that that is is, uh, asking for revelation or wisdom on this, God, I pray that you would release that to them now, Lord. And Father, I, I thank you even for many fleeces being answered too. I just heard the Lord say, some of you are going to put out fleeces concerning this matter. And the Lord, and I, I see the Lord literally answering many fleeces. <laughs> the Lord loves those, by the way. Yeah. He's like, a fleece, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, God, I just thank you for just doing, doing miraculous things, God, that will spark awe and wonder in your children again, Lord. That's my prayer, that God would do things that would literally... Uh, cause people to believe again simply believe in in god again father i thank you god for unbelief just being dealt with god at the root and father i thank you god for supernatural faith increasing god and i thank you for the revelatory realms opening up to your children god like you opened them up to me i even see realms opening up right now on this broadcast Mm -hmm. father i thank you for just supernatural revelation god right now in the name of jesus God, I thank you for the anointing, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, to be able to see, to be able to hear, and to be able to know huh, that that's eternal life. That's simplicity. That's eternal life, Lord. So, God, I just ask for more for people. I ask for you to bless them, God, and I ask for you to uh, bless Jeff. Lord, I just pray over mm-hmm. this broadcast, too, over yes, my brother God. Jeff, Father. Just bless Elijah Fire, God, for yes. the people that he brings on, God that they speak as an oracle of God and that, that she would just bless this ministry and that she would bless everybody involved with it, God, supernaturally and abundantly, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Mm. Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. Man, what a great, like, what a yeah. great word, man. I just think, Thanks, like, bro. how can people not be stirred to 
excitement again like these hearing a word like this yeah are the correct response should be i'm putting my faith in that yes lord yes Yes. lord um and i think that if it's not you guys i think it's important to allow god to reveal the contents of your heart yes and that ultimately our response when we hear a prophetic word should be faith it that's what it should Uh be um and so uh yeah and this is a good one. This is a good one, you guys. This Dude, is like- think about think about the benefit. Like, and and I know. I mean, don't like. It's weird. Don't think like this, but think like this. It's yeah. like a weird <laughs> balance. Okay, yeah. like you, you want to like you don't want to like focus on just like finances and like influence, but man, does the boy got that? Yeah, he does. And Elon Musk has that. Like, yeah. Well, look at the good he's already doing, the exposure that's already happening. Yeah, he's exposing all the the dark dark stuff. So he has a desire for truth. And Uh you can people, there's a lot of people going, oh, well, it's because of this. And this is the true most. Just look at that. Like, regardless of any ulterior motives, it does show there is a desire in him for truth, for justice. And he's talking about the teachings of Jesus, too. I mean, uh he's promoting the gospel. Better than some Christians. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. So, Amen. all right, man. Well, how can people follow you? I'll just go, go to my Facebook page. Uh, they could reach out to me by my email. I'm a pretty simple guy. You know, I do most of my prophetic words here on Facebook. Yeah. And so I've been kind of just staying, staying doing that. And then uh, you can find all my uh, events. Uh, God has given me fresh vision for, for the tent revival. So, I'm excited, but uh, I'm not going to announce that just yet. But, okay, uh, little t- little teaser, everybody. Yeah, just a little, little teaser, te- a little little teaser. Yeah. Uh, Ohio is going to be wrecked. Yeah, come on, amen, <laughs> come on, amen. Um, and then also, everybody, I wanted to point out, um, Rumble and YouTube have in the description. If you refresh this at the end, Ryland, Ryland, or Philip, are you going by Philip now or Ryland? Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted to share that real quick. Two yeah. seconds. Because I, yes, j- I literally God, just noticed that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's really fresh. Like I just changed my name to Philip. Uh, the Lord. Uh, that's my middle name. Actually, that's my okay. birthright middle name. But the Lord told me uh, about a year ago that when I was perfected in love and when I learned how to travel in the Spirit, that He would change my name to Philip because Philip was a traveler. He traveled yeah, in the Spirit. He was. Yeah. And so, so I, I guess I'm perfected in love and I guess I learned how to there travel. We go. So. Yeah, right on. Yeah. So the Lord cool. told me to change my name. Okay, cool. Amen. So yeah, uh, but the word he released that he talked about on November 20th, the one we went through quite extensively, yeah. kind of about what 2023 is about. I have put the link in the description. So mm-hmm. Facebook, stay tuned. I'm going to be doing that probably within the, by 430 Pacific time. Um, I will have that in there as well. Um, I just, that's the last place I need to put it. So, um, if you want to go back and you want to actually really study that yourself, I make, we're making that accessible. Obviously you already made it accessible on your Facebook, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a clickable link. Boom. You can go there and you can really just kind of revisit it and just allow the Lord to speak to you through that word, what that means for you, the, the things you're supposed to step out in things you're supposed to let go of. That's doing a new thing. I'm excited. Amen. Yeah. All right. Uh, dude, thank you so much. This was so thank good. Thank you, Jeff. This was awesome, so man. Yeah. Praise yeah. God. Yeah. Amen. Uh, that is our show, everybody. Uh, have an amazing Wednesday. Join us tomorrow. We've got hailing all the way from England back again, Tony Maisie. Uh, and it's going to be just a really, really great, great 
episode. Every episode is great. Um, and so it is, it is yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, don't miss it. 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Also, there's a donation link at the end, elijahfryer.com slash donate. All that money goes towards keeping this free and five days a week. And also we're doing those amazing efforts in Uganda with the water wells. We're going to be do, doing some stuff stateside as well. I know we keep talking about it. That's all I can say right now, but I'm just excited about it. So uh, be blessed, you guys. And we will see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time with Tony Maisie. God bless. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. <laughs>